Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Slowbro Speaks. I'm John and here is Travis. Hey guys, what's happening? And you know, I really don't remember what our uh what our topic is for today. What is it? VR gaming and what it's going to do to consoles. Nice. I can't wait to get on this topic. But first, you know, I want to apologize to everybody. Uh, this podcast is a day late. Uh, unfortunately, due to uh, some difficulties with life, we're, we're just one day late. So thanks for bearing with us. So virtual reality gaming, are we talking, you know, uh, the virtual reality has been a topic that has been around since the 80s mm-hmm. when Tron came out, the original. So cool. I know it. It definitely that and Blade Runner were definitely game changer type movies, but you also run into things nowadays like the movie Circus with Bruce Willis. You run into uh, uh, who's the who's the the Scottish dude Gerard Butler? Is he Scottish? Who are you talking? Oh, Gerard Butler. Yeah, he's Scottish. He's Scottish. Yeah. Okay. Um, with with gamer. Hmm. Then you have probably the best version of a virtual reality game I have ever seen, and that is Ready Player One. Absolutely. Um, I brought. I talked a little bit about Ready Player One in our very first uh, episode w- w- with Travis mm-hmm. about how I was just so stoked and I loved it, and it, it just was mind blowing. It was everything that if you grew up playing video games that you could ever want, especially if you're a gamer who started out with Nintendo and worked up all the way to the modern day consoles. Right. And I'm hearing how excited you were about this. And I finally got the opportunity to check it out, you know, and you really didn't understand at all. No, 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 I didn't. I was being completely honest about it. Yeah. You know, just- for, you know, spoilers alert. And if you haven't seen it, it sucks to be you anyway. Uh, you know, watching a Gundam fight Mechagodzilla or, you know, them having a Chucky doll that they throw and it takes out like eight people. The Honestly, fact- the part that I marked out for and I knew it was coming, the Iron Giant. Right. The coolest fucking part. You know, and it, it was all relevant. It all had a good storyline. It, 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 you know, it reverted all the way. It brought references all the way from the 80s with Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah. All the way to, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Halo, uh, Godzilla. I saw um, the Iron Giant, King Kong. Um, there was Akira's motorcycle from the anime movie Akira. Uh, Back to the Future. They talked about the Millennium Falcon. I mean, there were tons and tons. Yeah. I cannot <laughs> imagine all the licensing agreements they had to enter. Oh, my God. It's Steven, well, it's Steven Spielberg. I mean... The stuff that he doesn't already own, I'm sure he's friends with the people who own it. It's just pretty much a, hey, I'm going to use this. Okay, great. Right, right, right. But where do we see virtual reality going? So we, we already have VR games. We have VR for mobile. We have, which I've never played a VR mobile game. I assume it's okay. looks the same. You have? Yes, I had the headsets. I bought one one year. Um, it's one of the ones that you put it on, you put your headset in there and you play the games on it. You know, I imagine that technology is going to come way farther. And I mean, with the, you know, the PlayStation ones and all that, it already has, 
but I remember it just being so horrible. Like I got such a bad headache from it and like you had to adjust the eyepieces in it. And, you know, it's just, it was a very, very much a primitive version of VR. Now I've, like I said, I've never played a, a, a virtual reality mobile game. I have played the VR on PlayStation when I was in Germany and I was at my buddy's house and he had it for, uh, what's that game? Resident Evil Biohazard. Mm-hmm. That game is a hundred times more scary when you move your head and the player's head moves only the same amount that your head moves. Yeah, I can't even imagine it that. It is so much more intense. I threw the controller. I saw people playing it on YouTube after I had uh, suggested the topic to you. I, I Googled it and it took me to YouTube and I saw some of it. I saw some gameplay footage from Resident Evil and yeah, that's, I can't even imagine dealing with that, especially, you know, after, you know, like a late night and a couple of drinks in you, that would just be the most terrifying experience ever. Well, you know, there, there are other games when you suggested this to me, I, you know, I really thought there, there couldn't be a, a, a bigger topic for us to talk about this week, but I went back and I looked at some some stuff that was coming out, and uh, you know we have we have also to talk about later is AR, which is augmented reality things like Pokemon Go. But uh, as far as VR is concerned, you know they have uh, um, Fallout for VR. They've got Skyrim for VR. There are all mm-hmm. there are all these games that are coming out for virtual reality that have wonderful storylines. You know the ones that I'm waiting for are the Spider Man or Batman series games. There was a Batman game. I played it at, at one of the stores. Um, it was, I think it was just Batman VR. Huh. And, um, so do you like reenact what it was like? You get to see your parents get killed? No. Sadly, that is not something you get to experience. That um, kind of funny. <laughs> it would be. No, it, it was a lot like Arkham, the Arkham series. In my opinion, and but you know, you basically you're you know it's first person. You're walking through it, um, and again, it, I think it was one of the first VR games that came for PS VR, and you know, it's just it was good. It was you know the graphics on it were amazing, and it was pretty much everything that you could think of. And I was really impressed by you know how far along it had come, like, since I said, you know, like, the the iPhone one I had. Right. I didn't know they had a Batman one. Um, I did try, uh, I did want to try the Fallout game. I'm not a huge Fallout fan, but I'm willing to try any open adventure game in VR. Right. Totally willing. Oh, yeah, same. Um, my only concern with VR is, you know, I had the same problem with like first person shooters. I can only play them for five, ten minutes and I start getting dizzy, I start getting headaches. And if that's something that it's probably can... cancer. It could be. I could have a brain tumor. You never know. You know, and if that's something they could fix, you know, with VR, that would be great. I don't the headaches around. I don't know if they can do that yet. I don't think that I don't know if they can. I, I, I would be surprised to know if they if they can. Is there a brain surgery VR game yet? Um, there's an augmented reality one, 
and I've actually seen the videos of that where the guy cuts the guy's like chest open, he's like playing with the organs, and he's he's like he's like, oh Tom, why are you slapping yourself with your liver? See, that's the problem is there'd be way too much of that. I think, I you know when I watched Tron, you know even the new one, I could I could kind of see kind of see that. I could see. Uh, have you ever watched the movie Surrogates? Yes. Okay, so could I see that where you kind of just take control of, of that? Mm, kinda. I think that would be a logical leap from where we're going right now at some point in the future. I don't know. Was that... Ooh, I'm sorry. Not, was that... not necessarily screen, but something along those <clears throat> But... Then you have something like Gamer, which I'm all for letting prisoners duke it out. So, you know, you watch, pay money to watch them duke it out because of the cost they cost taxpayers. But that is not what this podcast is about. But no. I, but I am a hundred percent. You know, like if they had, like, let's say it was uh, something similar to like airsoft, but would pay, but you'd be able to identify easier than just somebody being like, oh, ow. Because if you're controlling somebody else, then yeah, obviously you're you may you're probably not going to feel it. See, and honestly, the the thought I had when I came to gamer, <clears throat> you know, if that actually happened and people could c- take control of like prisoners and you know kill each other and all that, people would be on board. You know, they can say, "Oh yeah, it's a, it's inhumane," and I would never do anything like that. But there are always going to be people that would be all over that. Oh, I I'm a huge advocate for it. I'm all over it. I would watch that. Actually, when uh, in my business class, we had to come up with the with a with a business, mm. and uh, I called it Blood Brawl. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's all it was. And they were like, "Well, how are you going to get these people to do it?" I was like, "Easy. They're on death row. You do it, or you're dead." Right. If you win, you get your freedom. Yep. I think I think surrogate is probably the most logical leap that I can think of from the, from the way we're heading now with technology, but ready player one is where I want us to be. Yes. That's the end game right there. That'd be so, well, we have the Oculus Rift. Have you ever looked at that? I've, I've seen little bits on it. I've watched videos on it. I don't know a ton. I remember when it came out. So, Um, yeah. So the Rift is a kind of like in Ready Player One where he's walking on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. It's omnidirectional. Yeah. And your player, there's there's bars around it. So that way, you know, if you, you know, get ready to slip, fall, obviously nobody wants to be like, lose their footing and then fall and like crack their head open or break an arm or whatever. That's the gaming experience, man. Come on. No. <laughs> hey, hey, man, how'd you, uh, how'd you break your wrist? Oh, well, I was playing Call of Duty and I ran and well I, I misstepped and I fell off my machine. I mean I'm sure that still happens. But I could I could totally I I've watched people play with the Oculus and you know you it adds a physical component to the game. I mean yeah you personally your your guy isn't necessarily like running and like your your guy is not necessarily going to feel the fatigue that you feel. Right. In the game, but with a player reacting the way that you do, if you're sitting there and you're at a, and you're hunched over and he's hunched over, 
because that's what you're doing. Or, you know, you go to go kneel down. So your guy kneels down. Right. You know, I think that's outstanding. The more, I think the more we integrate physicality to a degree into video games, I think the more enjoyable it'll be to the, to the gamers for the most part. I agree. And I think, you know, that's what everybody's looking for is realism. And I mean, how awesome would it be to have like a game like that? You know, the shooting games are awesome as they are, but you know, once they, you know, really work into it, once you get into like a boxing game or an MMA game, you know, right. You know, once they start getting into those, I mean, that stuff is going to take off like wildfire. Like you got UFC, but virtual reality. Yeah. How cool would that be? See, that would be cool. Um, I think that's I think UFC is way too complex to have a virtual reality game. I can see boxing. Boxing would be a lot easier than UFC because yeah, you're right. It would be way too much to deal with the takedowns and the submissions and all that all that. But you know, even boxing would just be beyond awesome. Right. But you know, or me, I'd love to play Rainbow Six Siege. Mm-hmm. And be able to, you know, have people because you know, all these kids that sit on there and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm out for the summers. I play this nine hours a day. You know, I'd love just to stomp on stomp on them. And, you know, for those of you out there that listen and you're like, oh, you know, the older guy wants to beat up some kids on a video game. I, I just get tired of hearing them squeak and talk, and, you know, like, oh, and run around in teabag and shit. I, I, you know, it takes away from the game for me. I like playing competitively. Yeah, everybody who's played online has had that 11-year-old kid who thinks that he's a badass and, you know, shooting his mouth off. And you, you wish you could just, you know, grab his player, throw him down, stomp on his throat and go, really? Just shut up. Exactly. <laughs> now, for Ready Player One, what was your favorite part, though? Oh, there were so many good uh, parts. I know. <laughs> the movie was so cool. Uh I don't know, like, um, visually, like, the coolest part for me in the movie was when they uh, tricked the guy into thinking that he was in the real world. Oh, yeah, that was really good. I thought that was just a cool part of story writing, but, I mean, I marked out hardcore with Gundam and the Iron Giant. Like, the Gundam, I just, oh, my God, that brought me back to my childhood. See, the Gundam, I loved I also like the fact that, you know, when they're driving the DeLorean through the snow for that final battle, like, I love the opening theme music. We're not gonna take it. Yeah. You know, every every song that they chose was on point for that scene. Oh, yeah. But, the whole movie. But I liked when they're out of ammo and, you know, they're like, you know, anti-personnel rocket, and, you know, whatever. And then they turn around, they're like, Spartan laser. And I, he just fucks up some, like 10 people in a row. And I was like, I remember doing that on Halo. Right. You got to keep chart, keep it up charged so you could get it off fired quickly. Yeah. And, you know, you have that as your backup when you're completely out of hand. Exactly. Blast everybody. And then the, uh, you know, I would love it if we had an MMO that was like that. Yes. That's what I was just going to say. Like, you know, we talked a couple episodes ago about um, LARPing. Right. How great would LARPing be? in a virtual reality setting. Right. Because in, 
you could have the battle like that with where you could literally be any character from the history of time. Right. I just wish that MMOs or just video games in general would be a little more interactive. And I mean, there are certain avenues that it can be interactive. Like, you know, since we have voice chat and stuff like that. Mm. Um, And there's more customization options. You know, one of the most top, top, I I can't speak for PlayStation, but one of the most topping Xbox games grossing online is Grand Theft Auto V online. Mm -hmm. And I belong to a Grand Theft Auto V group. Now, I really don't play Grand Theft Auto that much because I'm too busy playing you know, mass, trying to beat Mass Effect, Andromeda, or, you know, playing one of the many other games that I got. But... Right. Ugh, excuse me. Um, There's a Xbox One group for Grand Theft Auto V players. And just recently, some girl posted about how she met her boyfriend on Grand Theft Auto V. They decided to meet up, decided they really do like each other. Now they live together and they're getting married. That seems like a weird way to meet somebody of all the games. Of all the games. <laughs> committing crimes? Right, what let's could pick be... up murder them together. Right. What could be weird about that? Right. Do you, John, and you, Tammy, promise to love each other while beating hookers to death? <laughs> I, I do. do. <laughs> Everybody fires off their AKs or their, or their Uzis in celebration of this union. Right. And they all commit a heist together. Oh god. There there's another game right there. Grand Theft Auto VR. Oh my god. Could you imagine that? Oh, I don't think that's even a that should never actually be a thing. Like that would be way too intense. I I couldn't imagine seeing headlines. Eleven year old reenacts scenes from his Grand Theft Auto virtual reality game. Yeah, loads up a car, beats up a guy in his other car, steals car, and drives off. Picks up eighteen hookers, murders them all. Exactly. And you know that's you know, and that's where it's gonna go too. You gotta take into account, you know, there are already groups out there and lawmakers and everybody just waging war on video games because they're creating you know violent people. They say even though all the studies that, you know, scientists have done so far prove completely against it. They don't care. But, you know, once we get to that point where we actually can do it with our bare hands, even if it isn't a, you know, virtual setting, I mean, that's just fuel on the fire. Well, the, when people talk about violence in video games, like I remember Mortal Kombat coming out, they were like, Oh, Mortal Kombat is too violent. Mortal Kombat is too bloody. And then I remember, uh, what was another game? Uh, Call of Duty was too violent. Wait, yeah, Call of Duty, Grand Theft Auto. Right, um, all these things. This is causing yeah. a spike in violent behavior in kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm i 29 years old. I vaguely remember being like 9 and 10. And I remember playing Grand Theft Auto 3 or playing Call of Duty. And, you know, not, not at one time did I ever think, you know, if I go slap that woman, if I go bitch slap her, it's okay. I know that's yeah. not okay as a child. Like, I know I shouldn't hit people. Right. I, you know, I know I knew back in the day that, you know, picking up hookers and killing them was not okay. I mean, I did it. I have a funny hooker like, story, by the way. Oh, God. 
I actually do too. Oh, go ahead. Story time. <laughs> so when I was uh, when I was sixteen, my sister gave me her Honda Civic, and I'm a very I'm a very nice, compassionate guy. And I saw this woman walking down the boulevard. Uh, carrying a bunch of groceries and she looked like she was having trouble like carrying them all and we're not talking like two or three we're talking like 10 to 12 bags of groceries so i put on my flashers and i said hey would you like to you know put this in the trunk and i'll drive you wherever you want to go it looks like you're having a little bit of trouble she was like yeah that'd be great so i helped her load her in she gets in the front seat very pretty black girl drive off she her top boobs hanging out um, not gonna lie, at sixteen, I'm I was like, whoa, nice. <laughs> but that's not why. That, that's not why originally why I asked her. She just genuinely looked like she was struggling. And uh, good. <laughs> well, we're driving down the road, and she's like, "Well, what are you doing?" I was like, oh, "I just got out of class because I was at the community college." Well, we get going down the road. And I'm like, "So, what do you do?" She's like, "Oh, I date people." I was like, "I'm sorry, what?" She goes, yeah, I date people for a living. I said, you like accompany people as a date? She goes, yeah, like that. But, you know, I also have sex with them. I was like, oh, so you're a hooker. She goes, I prefer the term escort. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to be politically correct. Come on, oh. So, I, I at, at sixteen or seventeen, I'm I'm I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm feeling a little awkward, and I'm thinking to myself, I have a hooker in my car, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I drive her to her house, and she gets out, she goes and puts, she goes, hold on one second, I want to give you some gas money, and so she's like, but it's inside, and uh, she goes, I'll be right back. So she takes the groceries in real quick, comes back out. And offers to give me head as a thank you. She's like, I don't have any money, but I can give you head. And, and I was like, you know what? I'm okay. Because much like the food at a uh, at a at a baseball stadium, I really don't know what's been touching everything. Yeah, but I mean, have you had a ballpark hot dog? Come on. No, I haven't. I've eaten at football stadiums. Football stadiums are nice. Yeah, baseball stadiums are definitely not as nice. So, well, that's my hooker story. Mine is not that um, interactive. Mine actually makes me more of a dickhead than you. Um, wow, that's I was, surprising, because I'm generally a huge dickhead. I think I have you trumped on this. Oh, one. I can't wait. I'm sitting down. So, I was getting out of work. Uh-huh. I was working for a security company, and I'm in my full uniform, which I had, like, it it was almost like a police uniform, but I had like the you know security badge on there. Oh, you, know, you were a rent a cop. Yeah, basically. And you know I had the uniform, but and if it was dark, it looks real enough. So I stopped because I I was trying to go home, but there was a uh, the expressway that was blocked off. They were doing construction on it, so I was like, damn, okay. So I pull over on the side of the road. I turn on my GPS and I'm trying to, you know, reroute, figuring out where the hell I'm going. And I look over and there's this lady just standing on the corner. And I don't think anything of it. It's late. I'm trying to get home. I don't care who's standing on the corner. You know, I, I'm not paying any attention. And she waves at me. Well, I mean, what do you do when somebody waves at you and you're trying to be nice? You wave back. You. Yes. 
So she starts walking over towards me. <laughs> you flag her down. <laughs> and I look up and she stops and she looks at me. And she had to have noticed the uniform. And I went, oh, shit. So I turned my car on, slammed on the gas, you know, put it in the air. I screwed on my tires. I just hauled ass out of there. She's just looking at me like I'm a complete moron. That's funny. You flag her down, and you don't even have the opportunity to talk to you. What? I know. What a dickhead. I am a horrible, horrible person. And, you know, if you're listening out there, Miss Potential Prostitute, because I don't know 100% sure that she was. I just assumed because the way she was dressed. And well, that's not if you, these days. But If you want to look up I'm Travis, just, find him on Facebook and then message his mother. Tell, him what, tell her what a dickhead her son is. She knows. It's okay. So in, in my hometown, there is on Bryan Boulevard, it is known for having prostitutes and, tra- and transvestites. Mm-hmm. I went with my buddy, with my best friend at the time. He wanted to go play pool. Well, there's other pool halls, but he wanted to go play pool hall at this Asian row. We called it Asia Row. And because yeah. what you would do is across the street from a strip club, down on the boulevard, and when you roll by, little Asian, little Asian women, petite Asian women, would stick their hands out and kind of wave you in to come by when they would, when your headlights would hit the door. Hmm. So, Garrett, my buddy, wanted to go in there, and I was like, "Bro, you know, my dad works with the police and tells me all the time, like, this is not a good idea. We probably shouldn't do it." So we did it. Obviously. Well, we get out. Garrett brings his pool cue, and he's like, what do you got? I was like, my fist? Like, I don't know. I don't have a fucking weapon. And you go in there. There's a there's a little bar. There's a couple of couch, like little couches. There's a pool table, like smack middle of the floor. Bad lighting. It's all pink and green in there. And these women come out in Asian women, big boobs, low cut shirts. And I mean, they look good, but in order to talk to, you know, you'd hang out with them and they'd hang out with you, but you would have to buy them a honey drink. So how much do you think a honey drink is? It's got to be the same as the champagne room, right? I've never been in a champagne room. I've also never bought champagne ever in my life. Um, me neither but <laughs> it was $25 for like a little it was like a V8 size can oh yeah you're not buying the drink oh no you're not <laughs> well I think Garrett bought, probably bought four of these oh man and he decided to go back there with her Oh, yeah. They'll do anything after you buy those. Well, okay, so here's my thought process on it. So let's say you get some guy, because you're drinking too, usually. So he's a little bit inebriated. He spends 100 bucks. You take him back. My dad had told me that, you know, they normally have a guy back there. Their pit might be back there. And they'll turn around and, you know, beat the shit out of you, take all your money. Oh, yeah. I don't want that. That's- I don't want, I didn't want any of that. Like I was willing to go in there with him and let him have some fun and whatever else. But when he went back there, I said, fuck this. I'm out of this car. Cause 
that one girl was like, well, are you going to buy drinks? I was like, no. I'll pass. So I waited outside of the car. And I was just like, he's going to come out. He's He has to. So, oh, man. Good times. And you never saw him again. No, it's been a while since I've seen him, but I know he's alive. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I mean, and stuff like that, It you know, it's hard because, you know, if you don't know, if you haven't watched, like, the movies and you aren't paying attention or something, you know, it's easy to just do that stuff. It's easy to pick up a prostitute? Yes. How did we go from virtual reality to prostitutes? Grand Theft Auto. Man. Oh, yeah. Every time. No, I mean, and that's what it would do, be like, I imagine, with um, Grand Theft Auto is, you know, if, if you did, like, the augmented reality on those, you know, that's what it's going to turn into. I mean, people can say, oh, I'm just going to do it for, you know, fun because it's going to be exciting. No, people are going to start, you know, picking up hookers and murdering them and, you know, committing, you know, going on, like, killing sprees and stuff like that, like, that's just how people are. And I mean, I guess it's better over virtual reality than in real life, but you know, it still makes you question society a little bit. I think people will find a way to commit a crime with whatever they do. I mean, have you seen the Roblox thing? I know it's not VR or AR, but have you seen that thing on YouTube? No. So um, a friend of mine posted to her Facebook, people have been flooding YouTube with clips of Roblox, a game for kids, they're having sex. And you can, there's a minute, 34 second video in the article, and it's these Roblox characters having sex, giving head. Oh uh, my God. They're, they're on the, uh, there's a whole like line of beds, and guy avatars and girl avatars are just going at it. And it's a kid's it's game? It's a kid's game. And I don't know how they did it, but I didn't believe it till I saw the video. Man, when I was a kid, we had like Mario or I think there was like Sesame Street games out there. I don't know, man. I'm a. Uh... It, it it is definitely weird. <laughs> yeah, like, see, and that's again, that's where you know we're running into issues and. You know, it's going to stunt video game growth because, you know, stupid stuff like that that they're throwing in there. And, you know, we're just scratching the surface with this VR stuff. You know, it's going to be there's going to be committees soon saying, you know, you can't do this because this is going to definitely lead to, you know, outside violence and whatever else. Because you can actually like do it now. Right. No, I agree. And, I mean, whether or not the, you know, link is there or not, like I said, there's experts, pretty much every single expert has said that there is no link between video game violence and, you know, real life. But, you know, when you take away the controller and put it, you know, you're actually, like, actually doing it. I mean, how does that change? I mean, do you think that'll make a difference? Um. I don't, I don't, I don't really think so because I think, I don't think video games influence people as far as saying like, 
you know, oh, I shot, there was, I was shooting police on a video game, so I should go shoot the police in real life. Like, I don't think, I don't think that correlates properly. Right. What I do think, however, is when something happens where it's, oh, I ran over a person in a video game. And then when it happens, I think it's less shocking than what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, because you've done it so much. <clears throat> That's what, that is what I think. Okay, so I mean, and that makes sense because I mean, how many you know TV shows or video games or anything you know these days have dead bodies like right there, you know, and if you know somebody were to come face to face with a dead body, these days how many people are actually going to be freaked out by it? True, uh, kind of like a. Um, the only thing I could think of was the reaction when I watched Jurassic World with my with my little boy. And mm-hmm. what's her name was talking about how, you know, people are no longer awed by dinosaurs. They look at the stegosaurus right. like it's an elephant. Right. They had to go make new, scarier shit out there. Right. But I, I imagine that the actions would be similar. That's what I think. I think it would be like, oh, well, you know, I ran, a, you know, like I said, I ran over this person in a game. Well, it happened in real life. Oh, well, that sucks. Right. Ten points. I think, I th- I think a lack of, I think what's going to happen is there's going to be a lack of empathy. I don't think there's going to be a rise of violence. That's understandable, and you know it's going to be easier. You know, if you're in an argument, you know, if it escalates violently, it's going to turn you know deadly because they're not going to care. Because look, I did this in the game. What the hell? So, and and I agree with you to a point on that. But mm. going back to augmented reality, so you know we have Pokemon Go, you have uh, the Walking Dead, our world, you got Jurassic mm. Park, whatever that version is. And yeah. it's all considered, quote, augmented reality because you can right. post a picture using your camera or you can use your camera and it looks like they're in the real world. What about um, have you ever watched Sword Art Online? This, now, this is going into anime and, and Sword Art Online, Log Horizon. Though, if you like VR games that are that come to life, those are the two shows to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like anime, I personally love anime, uh, and I believe it or not, women still find me attractive, and I go on dates, and I have a girlfriend, and you know stuff like that. <laughs> so why are you going after all these women that find you? Attractive? Oh no, no, no! This is before all that. That's before all <laughs> that. I, I don't do that anymore. Um, but I, matter of fact, we had our date night tonight. It was really nice. She treated me, and I felt like a little girl. But oh. uh. We went to Red Lobster. It was wonderful. I lobbed out. Nice. But, you know, in Sword Art Online, they get trapped inside an MMORPG game, and their real faces are brought onto their avatars, and they have to live there, and they're there for, like, two or three years. Um, the same thing is similar with Log Horizon. All of a sudden, the apocalypse happens. It's an expansion, and all these people who are playing the game regularly are they're brought into the game Elder Tales and they're stuck. It's a very yeah. similar thing. But after they get out of the out of the virtual reality portion, um, Log Horizon, they're still in VR. Uh, Sword Art Online, they're done with VR. And there's actually a movie called Star, uh, Sword Art Online Ordinal Scale. And it's a whole big backstory of the people somebody's targeting all the sword art online survivors 
to gain memories back of this of this guy's dead daughter, and, she, and it's but it's causing brain damage in people. But the game is based on augmented reality versus virtual reality. So Kirito, the main guy from Sword Art Online, he was known as the Black Swordsman in the game. Uh, in whatever, uh, what I think it's like the world or whatever, whatever the Sword Art Online game is called. Uh, but when he plays Ordinal Scale, it's his physical body that's having to do all the work. And mm-hmm. he's no longer this super badass. And he learns real quick that he's not. He he ends up going and fighting like every boss he can find so he so he can become better. But I think when we get to the point where, you know, their hat where augmented reality is something in like the Google Glasses mm-hmm. and stuff like that, I think that will be a uh, will be a treat. It it may not it's- be in our lifetime. Is Google Glasses still a thing? I don't know, but you know, I say Google Glasses because again, in the Ordinal Scale movie, they have these right. uh, these weird headsets that, uh, that are similar that look similar to Google Glass. Okay, I I just didn't know if that was still a thing. Like I remember when they came out and it seemed cool, but then like it just kind of faded away and nobody ever talked about it anymore. Sorry, I had something caught in my throat. Um, what is the game you would like to see in VR, and one game you'd like to see in AR? Oh man, uh, VR. Um, like I said, boxing games. I want to see you know actual fighting games. You know, I want to see the evolution of those. I think that's where the money's going to be at. Um, much in the way of like the Wii was, right? Uh, you know the bowling and the boxing, you know sports games. Those are gonna be you know your, you know your big money sellers for VR, AR. Um, even though I was a little bit of against it, you know a little bit hesitant on it, I'm still going with Grand Theft Auto because I think that again that's where the money's gonna be for it. And ultimately, that's just going to be the, you know, the thing that's going to be the most interesting. Wait, wait, wait. You want Grand Theft Auto V in augmented reality? Yes. You know augmented reality takes place in real life, right? Yeah, I know. We're going to, you know, hopefully not die. Maybe I am, skip. No, I am so interested to hear Grand Theft Auto AR. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't tell me. How, me how would this work? What things are off limits in the AR version? Um, running drugs. Well, no, no, those are those are going to be on. It's Grand Theft Auto. You can't scale it down too much. It's rated M. Are they running real drugs, or are they running fake drugs to a real drug lord? That's the thing. You don't know. That makes it part of the excitement. It could they could be fake drugs, and then you're actually running them to a real drug lord. So what you're saying is. <laughs> So when your wanted level rises, could that be a legitimate wanted level? Like the police actually want to find you and put you in jail? Well, yeah, until you get to the five star, and then they just bring out the army. So I will, uh, I will not be playing that game. Nope. You're not at least a bit interested. Nope, not at all. Not Grand Theft Auto AR. Matter of fact, oh. when you listen to the podcast, go to our Facebook page and leave a note below as to whether or not you would ever play Grand Theft Auto AR. 
or Mortal Kombat at that point, if you want to go that far, too. So you just walk around and fight somebody, random. Yes. What about you? What do you got? I am beyond words. <laughs> because I'm trying to imagine the liability <laughs> lawsuits for these video game companies. What happened? I mean, he said he yeah. said finish him, so he shoved him into traffic. You got to sign a waiver. It's it's part of the user agreements. Come on, that's like the 18 page user agreement in there. If you get shoved into traffic, or if somebody rips out your spine, you can't sue. I am just I am beyond words. Um, <laughs> so for virtual reality, I would love to see Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, or <clears throat> excuse me. What's another good virtual reality? Or something like Far Cry. Oh, that would be cool. Any any of the Far Cry games, or even uh, Assassin's Creed. Hmm. Uh, okay, I... for, for that. But I mean, like, and then like PlayStation exclusives. I would just say like Spider Man or Uncharted. Sure. Uh, as far as augmented reality, I would love to see Tom Clancy's Wildlands because I could see totally having, you know, like activate something to where, you know, your guy comes online, you you have the same stats, the same weapon, and, you know, you'd be in a park and, you know, the glasses that you have to put on, you know, project a building that you got to go around or, you know, whatever the targeted area is. So if there's stairs, you know, those stairs are built in to, made, to be made to look like, you know, going up a level one flight of mm-hmm. stairs in a building or, you know, whatever, and completing an objective. Mm-hmm. And that transferring to your game at the Xbox level. Right on. That would be, oh. that's what I think it would be. Agreed. And honestly, thinking about it more and, you know, playing kind of off that, I think a sniper game with AR would actually work really well. Again, oh, dear God. Okay. <laughs> no, not actual snipers this time. Okay. I thought yeah. we were going with your Grand Theft Auto AR type. Yeah, these guys have real guns and they shoot fake people. So somebody's just randomly firing, firing real bullets into crowd in, near people. That's gonna go no. over great. That's that's dangerous and irresponsible. That is. <laughs> but somebody's no. Grand Theft Auto AR. <laughs> Not one part of that sounds like that's... any of it can be faked. Grand Theft Auto AR is just fun. That's that's. I stand by that. Um. No, the sniper game, it would work kind of the similar way where you had the glasses on and um, you would go out into like a range, like almost like a beatball. And you would have, you know, I don't know, an airsoft gun or even like a, like a gun that just has like a laser where, you know, it doesn't actually shoot anything, but you have like that, the red laser light and it focuses in with your glasses and you kind of um, reenact like a actual like scene. So you would be like running up the stairs to get your to your vantage point. You know, might have to fight a bad guy here or there, but you know, and ultimately you're just aiming for that target. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to have Hitman AR. Again, why? No, okay. See, now I'm I'm not gonna be the irresponsible one here because you can't just go around breaking people's necks or you know choking them out with piano wires. No, but you could you could easily, uh, you know, you're in a mall, whatever. There's a whole bunch of people walking around. What about the children? Huh? Think of the children. 
about killing them? Sure, no problem. <laughs> no, Timmy! <laughs> Mission completed. <laughs> oh, man. So, overall, to recap with everything, man, you know, I really do see video gaming. I mean, it's come a long way in the 30, 40 years it's been around. Yes. I think it's only jumping by leaps and bounds the farther, the longer it's out. And, and it's going. And we're video gaming again, you know, like when we talked with Eric about how it was way back in the day when it was something not really derogatory, but it was just kind of not needed. Nobody, it was something that wasn't really talked about to where, you know, we have, we have electronic sports leagues and pro players that make more than actual athletes. Right. I think that the pro status of video gaming eventually for a lot of these genres of games is going to be is going to be based on physical not only digital but also the physical uh physicality of the player oh yeah we're going to move away from the stereotypical skinny nerds in their basements and you're going to see some jacked up dudes doing this stuff because they have Right, and so as far as consoles are, I think consoles are still in their heyday, and I think that they're going to stay around for a long time, if not forever. But eventually, virtual reality is probably going to be the way to go. You think that eventually they're going to get rid of consoles altogether? I think so. I think um, you know, when I know it's anime, and when you watch it, when you watch uh, Sword Art Online, or you watch the Ordinal Scale movie, and you see how technology could possibly be integrated in a lot of ways. Some of it's a little bit far-fetched, but some of it is kind of like, oh, yeah, cool, okay, yeah, I can see that. I think that it will definitely, definitely go that route. And I think eventually consoles either may become a thing of the past or become, like, secondary to a VR. Right. Well, here's another thing that, um, you know, it could happen instead of, you know, getting to that point where you have the headsets, how long before they do the implants and it's just right there on you. Wait, say that again? Like, um, you know, having like an implant, you know, in your mind and, you know, the video games are right there. You don't have to have a console. You don't have to have any equipment. It's just, it's, it, you know, flip a switch in your mind or something and boom, it's on. Um, yeah. I, I think that I think that would be to be able to do it just like that. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that. I could de- I could definitely see that happening. I think that would be like the probably end stage of something like that. But you know, it's not far fetched. Uh, so what? Do I, so is and that's where you see this heading? Yeah, I honestly think that eventually. You know, and not just gaming, but anything. Like, we're... Uh, Joe Rogan has actually talked about it on his podcast. I don't know if you ever listened to him or not. Um, not really. Well, he has this theory that, you know, eventually we're all going to have, like, this microchip implanted in our brains. We're not going to, you know, have cell phones or anything anymore. It's pretty much, you know, you want to talk to somebody, you're just going to think it. And it's going to be, you know, there. You know, and... You know, it runs into a lot of problems like, you know, you're not going to have that privacy because you're going to walk past some woman on the street and you're going to go, damn, she's hot. And, you know, it's going to be, oh, shit, she heard that because, you know, I'm thinking. <laughs> Could you imagine being at work and being like, wow, that girl's got a nice ass. And then you get a sexual harassment complaint. 
Right. Damn it. You can't control your own thoughts. Travis, do you know why you were brought into my office today? I can read your mind and I see how angry you are. So <laughs> the point is, I don't think we need to have this conversation. I totally understand. Right. But to be fair, she does have a nice rack. Not my fault. Well, so what's the, so what's our ruling? Are we more VR or AR? <sighs> I'm, well, if we're going based on my video games, I feel like VR is way safer. I think people were killing themselves with Pokemon Go. Yeah. And injuring themselves or going into cl- into areas on military bases they're not supposed to. So I'm going to go with VR. Yes. Whether that Literally. whether that be uh like you know in Sword Art Online where, where they have a full dive where it it takes all the senses of the body into account, or if it's like a stand up with a headset and a you know a Ready Player One type scenario. Well, even in Ready Player One, he had the full body number where he was like hanging from the wires and right you know, on the back. Of- but what I what, what I mean the difference is is like in the anime they're laying on their they're laying on their bed they're wearing a thing called a AMU sphere AMU sphere S P H E R E and it takes your height it asks you for your height weight does a biometric scan stuff like that and takes all that into account to project your image so that way you get a real life thing versus Ready Player One which is a full body suit but you're standing up right that, okay. that's what I'm saying that, that's my difference here. Um, oh, yeah. So I choose. So I think VR is totally the way to go. Yes, I think AR suitable, but for now VR is probably the smarter and more bankable way. Well, I think we all came to our conclusions. So, guys, <laughs> thanks for thanks for tuning in for another episode of Slowbro Speaks. Travis and I definitely appreciate it. We hope you come back for more. Please post on the Facebook page what your likes, dislikes. If there's a topic you want to come on, if uh, for right now, if you if you'd like to come on the show and talk with us and you know post your opinion, by all means hit us up. Uh, I'm more than will, willing to have somebody on the line and get you on here. So that being said, I've been John. And I'm Travis. Have a great night, guys. <laughs>